Lorenzi, Florenzi, eccolo il cross tagliato di testa che Go! 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 il magnifico, il magnifico, il magnifico rettore! Live! Boom! Boom! Shake, shake! The entertainment capital of the world! What a strike! What a goal! What a comeback! What a game! There are no words to describe it! The TC Martin Show. Léger hors jeu, mais cette fois-ci, il n'y en a pas pour Marco Reus. Très fort devant le but. Oh C'est la folie. C'est la folie. Game. Une minute de dingue. It's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor. TC Martin. Le largo pifio. Messi la tiene. Messi, Messi, Messi. Ahí está Iniesta. is now in Glad to have you with us on a terrible Tuesday. What's so terrible about it? Raiders. I guess so, right? Use your own adjective. Alright? We will ask our writer today what his adjective is. One word to describe this Raiders team. Sam Gordon will join us next hour. The esteemed writer from the Las Vegas Review Journal. We'll talk to Sammy today. Lincoln Kennedy will join us. Big Link, the 11-year NFL veteran, of course, does a fantastic job on the Raiders radio network. Lincoln Kennedy, the three-time All-Pro offensive tackle. Eight years with the Raiders. Love Big Link. And he will join us today. T.J. Reeves will join us back from Germany. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting a victory. That terrible Tuesday takes and a whole lot more coming your way on the program. Glad to have you with us here. Of course, streaming live wherever you may be, tcmartinshow.com. Love having everyone here. Don't forget, Friday, we'll be back at the West Gate of Las Vegas, the world-famous Superbook, the non-smoking Superbook, which I love. We all love, right? Exactly. All right. So a lot to hit on uh, today. So yeah, we will continue talking Raiders. Uh, more recap from what we talked about yesterday. You heard the the audio. If you missed that yesterday, you can go to the website and check out yesterday's show. An emotional Derek Carr, the Raiders quarterback, uh, just basically saying, use the words, he's pissed off. Does not like the two and seven record. Does not like the attitude of some teammates, uh, hinting and basically calling out some teammates saying, you know, the Raiders have had a lot of healthy scratches, as we know as well, too. And Darren Waller being one of those. Uh, and a lot of people think that he was pointing at Darren Waller for saying, you know, hey, guys aren't as invested as I am. The words of Derek Carr yesterday. Last time I saw Darren Waller, was smoking a cigar with him at the parade for the Las Vegas Aces. And again, would never say anything derogatory towards Darren Waller. He's a great player. He's a great guy, great attitude. And as I talked about last week, you know, hamstring injuries are tough. 
I mean, they are they take a long time to recover from a hamstring injury. And you know, people think, ah, oh, that's that is you cannot be 75, 80% in play football or any sport for that matter, especially with you know, stop and go, that type of sport with a hamstring injury. But he hasn't played going on what six games now. And you know, often injured, even earlier on in the season. Remember, did not play in any preseason games. And he took a little wrath for coming to Las Vegas Aces games. And, you know, especially when the Raiders had a game the exact same day. But he said he had permission. Don't fault him for that. And, again, I really like Darren Waller a lot. He's been on the show. Uh, just good guy. You know, what he's been through in his life and to, to overcome the – the drug and the alcohol addiction that, that he's went through and what he's doing in the community to to help people. And if you have not seen the story on the last edition of Real Sports, HBO Real Sports, make sure you watch that. It t- takes you into the life of Darren Waller, what he lived through and his addiction near, nearly killing himself uh, to where he is uh, today and what he's doing in this community. So all Raider fans would love to see the all-pro tight end come back and play but again he's been let's call it basically kind of a a healthy scratch you know the last few weeks all right so yeah so we got a lot to on the table to talk about today great guest lineup uh as you know and uh numchuck why didn't you uh i offered you to bring you freddy's today and you you, t- you turned me down again i did turn you down yeah but was it something else you're holding out for? Did yeah, you did buddy. you eat before? Oh, no. is that I'm, what I'm, I'm holding out. You're holding out. I'm holding out. Okay. When what do you what do you hold out for? You want to tell me? I can't. It's it's not a sponsor. Is that okay? You know you know the rules. It's, it's a yeah. It's a, it's a competitor. Yes. Oh really? Yes. Wow. Wow. Shame on you. Shame on you. I mean, the, sorry. The double jalapeno pepper jack burger today was so delicious. Ah. Oh. Juicy. Everything I'm going to have the is going to be the, in flames the, tomorrow. The hot fried. The what? Everything I'm going to have tonight is in flames. In flames. In flames. I understand. It's about time. It's about time you're getting some flames. I've been trying to get you to get some flames for a while, so I understand where you're going with that. All right. Very nicely done. All right. Uh, as we normally get on a terrible Tuesday, we usually get a food report from the Reeves household in Tampa, Florida. And I'm, I'm sure that is going to be coming because... T.J. Reeves just got back from Germany. And as I mentioned yesterday, I can hardly wait for the report back. But I got a feeling we're also going to get a food report, too, because getting him on the show today was something like an election. Whether he could come on the show or not, because there was division in the household about they were going out to dinner, not going out to dinner, what was on the menu. So I'm, I'm dying to hear about that. But more importantly... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers get a victory over the Seattle Seahawks in Bundesliga country, Bayern Munich. Yes, Ein Schwein Lichtenstein, Schweinsteiger. TJ Reeves, I want to hear all about Germany. The Buccaneers sideline reporter, yes, he was there working for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but more importantly, he was reconning for yours truly. Welcome aboard, my friend. Welcome back it's to the U.S. of A. with you especially uh, off of an historic win in Germany for the Buccaneers and a good time had by all every which direction. 
Are you making political references and election references when you're still counting votes in Nevada right now? <laughs> I mean, we've got a divided house in my house right now on what to do for dinner. But that's a little less significant than who's the governor? Who's the senators? Who are who are representatives in Congress? Uh, you guys in Arizona are like in the race on Terrible Tuesday of, of uh, idiocy here. How are we still counting votes? I have been to a foreign country and back. Uh, we have been through a hurricane and been to a foreign country and back, and you're still counting votes. Let's chalk that up on a Terrible Tuesday, please, as we begin the conversation. The only votes I know that uh, that are being miscounted or, or, or gone wild is the AL Rookie of the Year and the Manager of the Year awards. That's the only votes that I know about, TJ Reid. I don't know what you're talking about, you know, politics. All I know is my man Steve Sisolak has is, is, is surrendered. He, he waved the white flag. Uh, Sheriff Joe Lombardo, uh, uh, you know, is is, is, is is no longer the mayor of Hooterville or the Sheriff of Hooterville, and uh, you know now he's the governor of Nevada. So there you have it. Maybe two of the same. Yeah. Who knows? I have it, no idea. Uh, you know what? It doesn't top. While we digress for just one more second, because Gene Deckerhoff, our legendary play-by-play voice, was telling Jesse the Body Ventura stories because Jesse the Body was the color commentator on Buccaneers Radio when the Bucks were really bad in the late '80s when Gene began. And so Jesse the Body Ventura progressed from professional wrestler to broadcaster, uh, including a talk show in Minnesota, including being on an NFL broadcast, oh, to governor of the state of Minnesota. Let's just go ahead and run the entire state. So anything is truly possible. There's no doubt well, about wait that. Wait a minute. The precedent was set uh, way back when with Ronald Reagan. I mean, yeah, actor right. Arnold Schwarzenegger, California. I mean, what are you talking about? That's all, you know. What, what is it that Dr. Emmett Brown uh, says to Marty in uh, Back to the Future? Who's the vice president, John Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> let me tell so, you. Um, let me tell you something, brother. Jesse the body. Got not nothing on anybody else. T.J. Reeves. You and Gorilla Monsoon. You two ham and over there. There you it's go. over. Who just flew in from Hollywood? Comments, McMahon. I don't deal in comments, I deal in facts. And the fact is this for all these Hoosier losers out here, and for you too. The fact is, Andre the Giant has waited almost one year to get his hands on world champion Chuck Hogan. And the fact is, the Giant is going to win. The champ is going down. I predict it. There it is. I think. I think my Jesse the Body Ventura was spot on. It was pretty good, yes. Uh, It's over, McMahon. You need to stop worshiping Hogan. (laughs) Anyway, we have digressed. How did we get there? Oh, we got there on the whole thing about elections and him actually having been the governor. It it, it doesn't matter. Schwarzenegger, by the way, having been a governor. It doesn't matter. I mean, Herschel Herschel Walker in our lifetime. Herschel Walker has a chance at the United States Senate still. I mean, these are crazy times. These are definitely crazy times that we now live in, including... Isn't Herschel Walker and uh, both Steve Young still cashing checks from the USFL? They potentially are, <laughs> yes. New Jersey Generals checks. Is, is Donald Trump se- uh, signing those checks? There you go. Bring it full I, circle. I do not believe. So Donald Trump has got a uh, big announcement week went, coming up any time now. I don't want to hear uh, Tonight, literally. I don't want to hear And I don't think that announcement is that he is now going to go back into the USFL, which well, is putting there it new is. franchises out. The breaking news. There, here it is, the breaking news. Donald Trump could be taking over the Las Vegas Vipers. There it is. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, okay. So back to your original yes. question on what did we eat. I can dateline you Saturday night, the breaking news, Saturday night, the Hofbra House in downtown Munich, Germany, was packed with Buccaneer fans. The okay. ale was flowing. The... Uh, 
The brats were flowing. I did not have a bratwurst. I did pork schnitzel, doctor, and I believe I sent you a photo. I at least put it on Facebook. Pork schnitzel with the cold potato salad with the vinegar on it and the red kind of runny cabbage that I wasn't quite sure what that was. That was the gourmet meal Saturday night at the Hopper House, and I have to say it was pretty good. That I give it sounds about a seven, totally about a seven unattractive. Day. Totally unattractive, the way you described that. The cold potato oh. salad was all right, oh. but the pork schnitzel was good. It was hot. Pork it was schnitzel's good. good. Yes, I like the yeah. schnitzel. I like the schnitzel and then, music, like, too. The red cabbage is a different flavor to go along with it. I wasn't quite sure what it was, and somebody said, oh, yeah, that's red cabbage. I said, okay, good. I'm from Florida. But nonetheless, uh, so, uh, yeah, and, and the beer steins were, uh, were flowing back and forth. There were ladies, you would have loved this, there were ladies walking around with the biggest pretzels you've ever seen. They looked like they, 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 they looked like bases uh, back in the World Series that they were walking around with. Uh, and I think there were about 17 euro each. So in any event, uh, yes, we had a great time uh, in Munich on Saturday night and then had to get back to the hotel and uh, get ready for the game on Sunday. And I, I cannot convey enough the amount of interest, excitement, even early on, because remember now, the game was uh, 6.30 a.m. Pacific time for you guys in Vegas and for the Seahawks fans and everybody waking up early, but it was 3.30 in the afternoon uh, Germany time, much later in the afternoon. By the time we got there, right around noon local time, there were easily 40,000 people that were already, I'm not exaggerating, that were already ready to go in and around tailgating, uh, cheering, chanting. It was crazy. They opened the doors two hours before the game, about 1.30 local time, and most everybody came in and filled up the stands. It's an hour before the game and, and kind of like a Super Bowl atmosphere. Everybody's in their seats wanting to soak everything up. So, Quite the scene there on a sunny night, and the Buccaneers played like a playoff team. Really, for the first three-plus quarters, they were bullying the Seattle Seahawks, which was a bit uh, surprising. The Seahawks made a big comeback in the fourth, but in the end, TB12 makes more history, Doctor, as he wins a fourth NFL regular season game in a fourth different country. Nobody's ever done that. The United States, obviously, England, Mexico, oh, and let's include... Deutschland, Germany. So there's uh, four. Uh, Quartet, uh, okay. brother. Numchuk wants to say something, but before I do, do you understand that you just went in about 14 different directions, of you know, course. probably driving the wrong way on the wrong side of the street there in Europe, in, in Germany? I mean, you went from, from food to pretzels to the, to the crowd to Tom Brady to the game itself. I really don't care about the game itself right now at this point in time. <laughs> I care less. I want to go back to food. I, want, I, I, I got questions for you, TJ. Questions. Please. I think Numchuk has a question. I actually, yes, I do. TJ, I, I know you're busy right now. I know, I know you're with wife. Does the pretzel that they were carrying, is that a key? Is that a fake word for something? No fake words, my friend. The largest pretzels you've ever seen. Okay. They were like the size of placemats. Look where your around. mind is at, you know? I mean, just because you need a secret password is, why, to get into your massage doctor, parlor three doctor, doctor, doors why down. Why today any other day with yeah. Numbshot on you, where his mind is? I mean, this Thank is not any other typical yeah, day. Yeah. So There you go. Yes, sir. I let you get on the mic for that. Yes, you did. For that. For that. <laughs> TJ, can you cut cut off his mic? Hold, hold on. Hold on. Can we get a, a, a jersey update? The breaking news is nowhere to be found oh, on the Germany God. national team. Cut jersey. this guy I off right look. now. What? I, did, I, I realize this could be the end of our conversation. I did look for you. 
and especially in around downtown Munich, I will say this, we found one like sporting goods or a merchandise store that literally had about 300 people waiting outside. The street was packed. I thought something had happened. I didn't know if the police were coming or what was going on with all the people outside the store. And it was the line to get in the sporting merchandise store that had all NFL Buccaneers and Seahawks gear. And the wait, we were told, was an hour and a half to get in the store <laughs> to go try to that, buy that's something. That's like my story. But I window shopped. I window shopped and looked. I might have waited that hour and a half for the doctor. But there were no Germany national team jerseys uh, to be found in that area. So, And then at uh, FC Bayern Munich's stadium, Allianz Arena, I was looking around. They didn't have, on the inner bowl of the stadium, they didn't have merchandise anywhere. From what I was told, I believe it was outside the stadium that they were selling merchandise. So did not have access. So we are still efforting to get the doctor a, a Germany World Cup jersey. It did not happen in Munich. Perhaps we should have been in Berlin hey, or TJ. Frankfurt or somewhere else. <laughs> <Right>. TJ, it <laughs> took me two seconds to look. I found him on on Amazon. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could have, Amazon. I, I'm, not saying, I, I'm not saying that maybe that hadn't already been contemplated and executed, <laughs> Dumbchuck. I'm just saying I didn't purchase in Munich because there were none to be found. I can't give you what I don't Are you have. kidding me? The, the World Cup is two weeks away, less than two weeks away. It could have. It was probably on every street corner. It was probably on the nearest brothel, the Seven <laughs> Eleven, the Schnitzel joint. I mean, you name it, you could find a jersey. Hey, why didn't you go to the local Walmart there in uh, in, in Munich? I mean, give me a break. We do have an update. We do have an update. That there go. is a version of Walmart called Kaufland, K A U F L A N D, pronounced Kaufland, and Kaufland was right next to where we were staying. We were kind of staying out in the boonies in the uh, middle of the northern suburbs of Munich, about 40 minutes away from downtown, I did venture over to the Kaufland, no merchandise for the Germany national wow. team. Although they wow. did have plenty of goat's milk, cheese, <laughs> and other kinds of assorted goodies in the Kaufland. No jerseys, no merchandise, no memorabilia from the World Cup. TJ Reeves joined as the Bucks sideline reporter back from Munich, Germany, uh, giving us the sights, the sounds, the food. Of course, I want to hear it all. Okay, so here's what I want to know. So you kind of mentioned a little bit about the crowd. I'm intrigued about that. Uh, the game, the game in Germany, the games, the NFL games in Europe here. Uh, what were some of the glaring differences from, let's say, the crowd itself, from the game presentation to even the tailgate, et cetera, there? What were the, the glaring differences if you go to a, a normal NFL game here in the States, take your pick, whether it's Tampa Bay, Green Bay, any stadium compared to where you were at on Sunday? In Munich. Okay, so the first thing is, is this was obviously a soccer stadium, so it is built more kind of set back away from the field because the pitch, as right. they call it, I don't right. know what the German word is, right. is much bigger, much wider. Universal. Yes. So the pitch is the pitch much wider, and so you're set back away from the field some. So that's the first noticeable thing. The grass was not great, and it, it was more of a a tightly cut type of grass that they want to utilize for soccer so the ball rolls better, rolls faster, was well, not great for footing in the NFL. And you saw the Bucks slipping and sliding every which direction trying to figure out the cleats, and the Seahawks had to change out the cleats at halftime too. So that was also noticeable. The thing that you're struck by right away, and I knew this was coming, is they play the two national anthems right before the game. So the American national anthem goes first, and the young woman from the U.S. Uh, Navy sang the national anthem and boomed uh, the Star Spangled Banner. All right, so that, that had some singing. There were obviously some Americans and some that knew it. 
Well, then they had the pop star Sophia. That's her, that's her name. Sophia is the big German pop star right now. She sang the German national anthem. And when she struck that up, the entire 78,000 belted out with her. I think it was loud enough that the doctor could have heard it back in Vegas. <laughs> that's how loud they were. So that's the first real indication you have. We're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. We're officially in Germany with, uh, with them performing this song. Now, what's interesting is, and I don't know if you're going to get to this, and I'm going to take your question again, but much later and late in the game, your audience has probably heard this, you saw this, saw it on the internet, they cranked up Country Road, Take Me Home from John Denver, and what? everybody in the stadium had stayed, and they all knew the words. <laughs> they all knew the words to Country Road, so not only did they know the words in German to the German national anthem, but they could break down a little John Denver Country Road as well. In that, the crowd. It's a classic. I mean, we, we see you know, music like this, American music, old American music, that are just staples in foreign countries, so... Uh, not a shock, but uh, you know we had Steve Sachs on yesterday, and we talked about so many you know uh, super sounds of the '70s, the one-hit wonders. He banged the drum yesterday to uh, uh, what uh, we did, Brother Louie, uh, uh, Honky Cat from Elton John. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me. Uh, we got a John Denver reference today. What are you playing? This is not. This is oh. This is the, is German the German version. Version. The German version of Take Me Home Country Road. There we go. Hit it there, Schweinsteiger. As long as there's no Adolf Hitler reference in there, we're good. But I can tell you, Give they that were the singing in crash. English. They were singing in English big time uh, during the final minute of the game, Country Road. Arm in arm, nobody had left. It was wild. It was kind of, I don't think anybody really expected it was going to be that loud and that singing. And it was a neat thing. And a bunch of people turned their cell phone flashlight uh, lights on. And so there were 30, probably 30 or 40,000 flashlights swaying back and forth. It was crazy. And there it is. You can hear them. There it is. That's from Sunday's game. Where do they know what West Virginia is? They have no idea. They don't know anything about incest. Come on. Okay. All right. There, there it is. That's well, it. apparently, as I am told, one final thing on that is this is very popular in uh, the the uh, the fest houses, the bars, the pubs. This is a popular drinking song that everybody knows okay. and, a, and a chorus that everybody knows. And there it was on uh, on Sunday. So you know what that tells me? If you're saying that 78,000 plus they were actually singing along with the German National Anthem, because you remember a lot of the games in England, we've talked to Paul Buck Power Stewart about this, is that you know you get a lot of the military base guys, a lot of uh, Americans who live over there. So, I mean, what is your guess about percentage of actual Americans that were in the stadium compared to the native Germans? Well, it's a good question, and we got to interview Roger Goodell. I'm just name-dropping away on the T.C. Martin Show. I got to interview him Sunday morning early, and he said to us, listen, he said two things. He said, the first thing is, this has been about 30 years in the making to play a regular season game here. And he said, I was working in the NFL office, and I was the point person for the exhibition game that we would play every year in Germany. It was my responsibility to take care of everything, all of the details, the accommodations for the team, stadium deal, all of that for those games back in the early 1990s. They played like three years in a row an American Bowl preseason game somewhere in Germany. A couple times it was in Berlin, and another time it was somewhere else. They had not ever played in Munich. Uh, so he said, this has been 30 years in the making, he said, but what you have to understand is that the American 
military bases like you're talking about have been playing football against each other, American football against each other, going back to like the 1960s and 70s when we have all these military bases there. I think there's 11 of them actually hey, in Germany. This goes back to and, the movie MASH, as you remember. Yeah. Come on now. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, look at look at Hawkeye. I mean, Hawkeye could play with the lake, but Trapper <laughs> could throw that football. And don't forget Fred Williamson. The fact that MASH was supposedly Korea, and this is Germany, Doesn't but matter. I get your point. There you go. You, you get my yeah. point exactly. Fred Williamson, the hammer. So what he... What he was relating was it really began kind of from there. And there, you're right. There are uh, several million Americans that live on the military bases and work as civilians in Germany, and they are huge American football fans. And so I would say to answer your question, it was at least, at least 50% Americans that were probably there that obviously speak German and can sing the German national anthem. I think there were a ton of Americans. There seemed to be some more. Seahawks fans than Buccaneer fans. Of course, Seahawks fans weren't cheering at all the first three quarters, but they made a lot of noise in the fourth quarter. Uh, but they cheered at the right time. That's how you know. Like when we played the games in England in 2009 and 2011, the crowd didn't kind of cheer at the right time. They didn't know when to cheer. Here, they knew when to get loud. When the, when the Buccaneers had a key third down, the Seahawks fans were loud and the crowd was loud. Or when somebody caught a ball for a first down, the place would erupt. You know, big tackle, the place would erupt. At all the right, at all the right moments. So again, I think because they have had so many Americans there for decades and decades and decades, they're football fans. I mean, bear in mind, just one more point on this: they're going to probably play a regular season game in Frankfurt coming up as well, which is a couple of hours from Munich. Um, and Frankfurt was the most successful NFL Europe team for like three years. They they the won Galaxy. two championships. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, the Frankfurt Galaxy. They regularly had 50,000, 55,000 people at every game for their home games. So it's not like that was a you know a joke where they had 10,000 people at these NFL Europe games. They were nuts for the games. So you obviously have Americans and a built-in fan base to go back there. And Roger Goodell confirmed, hey, for the next four years, we're going to be back here with a Germany game. I know the Patriots and the Packers also have territorial rights along with the Buccaneers to be able to play games there. So stay tuned on which ones end up as international games in Germany. Great stuff. TJ Reeves back from Germany. And final thing on this real quick. So how comfortable were you and just say an average American going back to to Munich in Germany as far as the language goes, uh, you know, just you know, transportation, food options, all that sort of thing. It was very comfortable. We had no problems. Uh, we actually went to the, the Munich Olympic Park where the 1972 yeah. Munich Olympics were held with the stadium there and all the the arenas. And on another day, on another show, we'll talk about the 72 Olympics and me yes. being in Munich. Just yeah. remind me. We'll talk about all that. Yeah, I but know. The people could not have been more polite. Uh, I actually was trying to find uh the memorial for the israeli athletes that had been murdered and i was walking and looking and then this guy comes right up to me with his wife and he goes hey what are you looking for in english and i said we're looking for the israeli memorial he goes what's well, right over here he goes it's about 100 yards that way i said thank you i said where are you guys from and he said we're from new york i said are you here from the game and i got buccaneer jacket on i said are you here from the game he goes oh we're huge nfl fans but we're not going tomorrow we're going to watch on tv i said well cool so the, I, it was a new york couple that helped me in the munich <laughs> olympic park go find what we were looking for. And then walking around downtown Munich, I mean, there are people everywhere. Now, obviously, there were a lot of Buccaneer and Seahawks fans that were walking around downtown trying to find stuff along with us. But it was, I mean, we were well-treated by all of it, never felt unsafe. Uh, so, again, it was, a, it was a ton of fun. 
to be there, be part of that. And the neat part is it's the first. It's the first ever one. I mean, for example, Julio Jones catching that touchdown in the first half, I would bet you that's going to end up that ball in the Hall of Fame. Why not? Because 50 years from now, 100 years from now, the first ever touchdown in a game in Germany, that's your, that's yours. That's your football. You would want that in the Hall of Fame. And Tom Brady gets the first ever win as a quarterback of, of an NFL team. The Buccaneers get the first ever win. So it was neat to be part of that, for sure. I think you better uh, you forget all that. Put, put in your little scrapbook the first schnitzel that you had in Germany. That's what you got to do, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate uh, appreciate it, TJ. Uh, and again, I I am jealous because I would I would love to to uh, experience uh, that, especially an NFL game back there. But yes, when I go back, it, it's got to be for a German national game or a Bundesliga game, uh, no doubt. But uh, that's a great, I understand. Great, but great this report. song, hey, look, this is this was one of the moments. The song that Nunchucks play in yep. the country road with the yep. fans singing was quite the moment. And then Brady waving to the crowd headed to the tunnel because everybody stayed. I mean, there was still 70,000 people there hey, with the game over. I would say... And he was waving to the crowd like a conquering hero. Listen, it was quite the scene. I, I was right there for that. Our on-the-spot correspondent, our German correspondent, T.J. Reeves, uh, we appreci- appreciate everything you did, my friend. Again, uh, you have uh, a semi-failing grade because you checked all the boxes except bringing the doctor home a German national jersey. The one thing, the only, the one thing that I requested, that was it. That's it. But that's okay. Everything else, you, you got your boxes checked. So I know how that is. You go on the road. You're a little busy. Tight time frame. But uh, there it is. I mean, you got no problem bringing me, you know, a, a Dick shirt. You know, a Dick Packer shirt, a Dick Bear shirt, a Dick Eagle shirt. Dick, 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 Dick. Yeah, you know, Dicker the Kicker. Yeah, from Texas, no problem. But no German national shirt. King of Dicks, but no... That's, uh, that's a great way to end the uh, the segment here. I'll show myself out now, which is saying <laughs> Buccaneers 5-5 five and five after the win in Germany. Yeah. And now to the bye week, Doctor. Stay tuned. We will. We'll, we'll talk to you before. Enjoy your bye week as you get ready for those Cleveland Browns. Thanks a lot, brother. Talk to you later. Be well with the desert, boys. There it is. T.J. Reeves. <sighs> One assignment. One assignment. I don't ask for much. T.J. Reeves. King of the Dicks. <laughs> Lincoln Kennedy, not to be confused with any of that, is coming up next on Tiger Raiders. Oh, 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 oh,